Welcome to another episode of Mixed Adventures Together. We're your hosts, Joe. And Andrea. And on today's show, we're going to talk about uh, New Year's resolutions and making changes in your life. Or not. Thanks for joining us. Okay, Andrea, the New Year's coming up. Merry Christmas. It just finished Christmas, yes. New Year's is coming. Just uh, about a week away. Yes, we're about a week out. And so we're here. We're going to talk about what everybody does. Makes New Year's resolutions. Do you make New Year's resolutions? Well, I'm in the, I've tried over the years to make New Year's resolutions. And I do what every other American does. I stick to them for like a month. And then by my birthday, it's all over. Yeah. yeah. It's like when you go... People, you see the people at the gym for like a month or two, and then like the crowds go away. Yeah, that's what they say. Don't go to the gym for January and February. Go back in March; it'll be empty again. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm definitely falling into that category. Where I was like, I'm gonna start a new health healthy routine. I'm gonna go walk. Um, it's winter, and Andrea hates to be cold, so that doesn't happen. I'm gonna drink more water. I hate water. Not gonna happen. I'm. I mean, the changes, the resolutions that I've always made have been. So dramatic and impossible to keep. That's a problem with them. A yeah. lot of the times it's like, oh, I'm going to lose 50 pounds this year. But it's like, really? 50 pounds? That's, that's a lot. Yeah, just try for like 20. And then <laughs> maintaining that 20. Exactly. Yeah. Like doing things in manageable increments is like understandable, but no one ever does that. No. That's the thing too. Doing it in increments like yeah. throughout the year. Like set yourself up for, okay, I'm going to lose one pound this week. Right. See if I could do that. And then, all right, I did it. Let's... Which is what? Like four to five pounds a month? Yeah. Which is times 12 months. That's a lot of weight. Yeah, if you could. If you can maintain it. With the holidays and. Right. <laughs> so it's on. like, you know, like that's a reasonable thing to maintain. And, but I don't think that people do that. They create such hard resolutions. And I've, you know, I've done that. And it's impossible to maintain it more than a month. Yeah. Like, I've yeah. never, ever finished a year off with, like, my resolution. Like, check. I think I did one time. What was it? Finding a wife. <laughs> really? Your resolu- yes. Your New Year's resolution was, I'm oh, not finding to a find wife. a wife this year. Maybe not a wife, but, you know, <laughs> at least a girlfriend. And I did that. And I got a wife out of it. <laughs> You're telling me. Yes. That in 2012, when yes. we met that New Year's Eve, you were like... I'm going to take it seriously and try to find a girlfriend. Really? Yes. And then we met in August. Yes. So almost a whole year <laughs> went by, but you stuck to it. Yeah. And were true to it. Yes. I took it seriously. Like, I was on those, at the time, websites, and uh-huh. I was taking it seriously. Wow. Wow. Whereas mine was like a whim. <laughs> it was like the free three-day week, you know, three-day weekend trial yeah. of eHarmony. And I was like, I'm going to jump on here and see what happens. <laughs> oh, no. I was like two, three months in that eHarmony. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was in for it. I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm doing it. So there you go. You just have to have, I don't know, that's a that's an interesting New Year's resolution. Yeah. I was tired of just being alone, so... Yeah. I wanted somebody to be alone with. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Be alone with. <laughs> well, 
That's that's an interesting. I never knew that. That was your New Year's resolution was to find a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. That's cool. No, my New Year's resolutions never came out. I was the only one. <laughs> or I and I've also done this where it's like I mean for many years like I'm not even going to mention the word resolution like I'm it's not going to happen. Yeah. Like there's no point in making a goal for myself for this year because there's no way I'm going to follow through with it. That yeah, I've heard a lot of people do that too. Yeah. Where it's like, like it's not it's a resolution. Stupid. It's I'm putting out a goal. No, <laughs> I'm I not, see... and I, I don't even call it a goal. Like I'm not going to start huh. the year. Oh, off. you're not even doing any resolution no, goal like, or yeah, I've done that where it's like I'm not hmm. even going to set myself up like that. I, that's sometimes healthy. Like, why would I just allow myself to fail at something? Right. But my goals personally always tend to, they need about three to five years to actually accomplish. Yeah, to be accomplished. So to say like, oh, I'm going to give myself this new year, new goal. I can't do that. My goals are always multiple years to achieve. Like you have to wait. Yeah. In order to see to see the goal get achieved, be achieved. Yeah. So okay. I don't do New Year's resolutions because my goals are too big. Yeah, I. I... I don't do New Year's resolutions because, yeah, like you said, they don't really pan out. So I've yeah. gotten to the point where it's like, if I change, I'm going to change for me. It's not because mm-hmm. it's a new year. Yeah. And I and I also, I think my personality, I'm very impulsive. Uh-huh. So, like, for me, something that I want, I'm just going to go get it. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go achieve it or I'm going to go do it. But it's not something that I planned ahead of time. Right. Unless it is one of those three to five year goals, uh-huh. then yeah, okay. Like right now, I've got a three three to five year plan in my head that I haven't even vocalized yet, which I probably should because you have to vocalize and put it in the universe. Um, but like, I know I won't see it for a while, huh. and it probably only manifested maybe six months ago. Wow! But so I still got three five years out to, yeah. even, to recognize it, to see it come to fruition. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm actively working towards it and trying to, uh, but we won't see anything out of it. So that's why I'm like, New Year's resolutions are hard for me because I'm just like, how, how is that possible? And then like on Instagram right now, it's like the 22, 2022, um, end of year recap that everyone's doing and they're like January, February and there's like this cute little song that goes with it. Yeah. And it's like people like with their weight loss and like, oh, I've lost 70 pounds this year or like whatever their goal was for the year or just like how successful their year went. And it's like for me, I'm like, how is that possible? Like you just had this fabulous year? Like, no, that's not realistic. And I guess, yeah, focus on the positive, but that's not reality. Not all the time, no. So right now I'm struggling with watching Instagram. My depression's in full mode, and I'm watching Instagram with these, like, fake... Fake fake, successes. Yeah, these stories, and I'm just, like, frustrated and angry. Like, this is not possible as we are about to start a new year. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) As I have a goal in my head that I know I won't be able to see for the next three to five years. So it's like... Let's be more realistic, people, with these New Year's resolutions. With those three to five year goal uh, goals, do you have like smaller goals in between that you try to achieve? Or no, it just takes that long for this goal to happen. Okay. Like you're constantly. It could be something like, oh, I want to get my master's degree before I turn thirty five. I want to get this. 
before, like you're working towards it constantly or you're making changes in your life towards it constantly, but... You're not recording the goals. The, there's no <clears throat> like milestones or steps right. towards it. It's either you get it or you don't. Or some people like those little milestones. Like, all right, I got here. Now I got to get to the next one. All right, I got here. Now I know I'm closer. Now I got to get to the next. Yeah. I find those milestones discouraging. Be, in case you don't get to it. In case I don't get to it or I do get it and I think that's enough. Ah. Like, ah, I did this. I'm good. Yeah. I did that with even like my weight loss. Like I lost 100 pounds. Uh-huh. Um, and I got to a certain point and I went, eh, I'm happy. I'm good. And then I slowly put my weight back on. Yeah. Because I stopped. Like I hit a milestone and I stopped. So for me, milestones are negatives. Because if I'm like, oh, I hit a milestone. It wasn't my goal. But it was a goal. But, it, I, met but it. I met something. <laughs> so check, I'm done. Done. Yeah. And it's like, oh, but that stopped me from meeting my, my ultimate goal. Yeah. And so I don't do milestones. And then I'm not super competitive. I'm not competitive at all. Uh-huh. And so if I have a goal in my mind and then somebody vocalizes or, or tells me they have a similar goal... I immediately, my inner dialogue turns very negative. I was like, well, if they're going to do it, you can't do it. Why? Is it because if they... It's just my my own demons, my own mindset. Do you think that you're not uh, going to accomplish it because they're going to do it first? Um, It'll turn into something... No, it's more darker than that. I'm not worthy of it. Oh. It turns... my, my My inner dialogue turns super negative. It's like, they deserve this. You don't. Yeah, I get that. Sometimes. And it can be I, something I that. that has nothing to do with like anything. <laughs> like they deserve to lose 50 pounds and you don't. Like that's the stupidest thing ever. Like everyone deserves to live a healthy lifestyle. But you have this inner dialogue that says. You're not worthy. Of you're it. not worthy of that healthy lifestyle. And right. it's like, why would I not be worthy of a healthy lifestyle? That's so weird. But like that's the inner dialogue. No, I get that. I get that. I, I, I do that too, where I'm not worthy of, like, something that somebody else has. Yeah. Like so. It's so. So I don't try for it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so you're just like you give up, and it's like okay, that's weird. So that's why I struggle with like sharing goals, or if I share a goal, I immediately think it's not going to happen. Uh-huh. So I keep. I like to keep my cards close to my chest. Yeah. Because I think for some reason, like if I share a goal. Then it won't happen. Mm-hmm. Or then I think people are judging me and they're expecting it to happen. And so then I'm like, oh my God, I just added all this additional pressure onto myself because what if I don't achieve my goal? They're going to be disappointed in me. And that's what some experts say to do. What? With goals. Is it's tell, to tell other, people other people so that they so hold you, you accountable. Yeah. And I, for me, that's, that doesn't work because now I'm like, oh my gosh, these people are thinking... That I'm a failure, that I'm a loser, that I'm... Yeah, that you didn't do what you said you were going to do. Right. I'm not... I don't have integrity. I'm not reliable. I'm not... All these negative things start coming out. And so, for me, like, New Year's resolutions follow into that path path of, like, don't tell people what your goals are because Uh what if you don't achieve them? Then not only are you letting yourself down, but you're letting everyone else down. Wow, that got deep real quick. Like, that is... (laughs) Not what I intended this topic, this conversation to be, but that that's is how it goes. That's that how is, it goes. Yeah. yeah, that. But that's like how my 
my psyche relates to New Year's resolutions are, oh, everybody's making these like goals to how to improve their lives. But like, what do you have to complain about? Your life is pretty great. Yeah. Like, what What do you need to change about it? Or you're not going to be able to do that. Like, it turns super negative super quick. And it's hard to get those negative thoughts sometimes out of your head. Yeah. So that follows into what my New Year's resolution is. <laughs> it's to get mentally healthier. That is my goal for the next year. Is to help battle my depression. And trying to change my negative viewpoints into positive ones. I've done that before for pa- for Passover. I'm not Jewish. For <laughs> oh my God. Lent. For Lent. <laughs> for Lent, where you have to give up something, and usually people do will do like I'm going to give up chocolate. I'm going to give up alcohol. I I've tried before, and it's worked. Giving up negative thoughts. That's hard. 40 days where you focus on positivity Yeah, um, was something that I did do one year. And I thought it it helped me. Uh It really, I was able to just focus on the positive of things. Yeah. um, Focus on my relationship with with Christ and and my religion and my faith. um, And just to help me pull out of my negative mindset Uh that I tend to find myself into. Yeah. Um, So I'm going to, you know, try to stay positive, trying to stay... Um, to focus on my mental health uh-huh. for my own sake, for our family's sake. That's like, my New Year's goal resolution. <laughs> I, I like that goal because there's no like definitive number or actual like. Yeah, how do you measure it? Yeah. Right, there's no measurement. So any mental like improvement. improvement is you met your goal. Yeah. By the end of the year, anything yeah. that makes maintaining you... it. Yeah. Because that's the thing, too, when you have depression, it's like it comes in waves. Yep. And like, I, and like you always tell me, like, with grief, my, my grief uh-huh. with my mother's passing, like, it comes in waves. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, I'll have these moments of like, oh, I'm fine. Everything's great. I'm happy. I'm joyful. And then it comes crashing back down. And it's like, oh, I like to maintain the happier times for a little bit longer if possible. <laughs> well, with the grief, they do get longer. Mm-hmm. But it just, it, it just takes time. Time yeah. is... And unfortunately, we as humans are are limited with that, right. which is the hardest part. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's like... We're all on our own clocks. <laughs> time heals all wounds, but we only have so much time. Right. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. That was um, a conversation that we had with our kids this morning was like, how was Christmas? Because it was yesterday. Christmas was. All of us kind of sharing like, we didn't like it this year. There was something wrong this year. And... I think I vocalized that I thought it was like we didn't spend enough time together as a family. We've been separate. We've been in the same room, but not together. Yeah. <laughs> We've been all engaged in different things. And I think our daughter said it like she was so happy with Christmas because she got the gift, the exact gift that she wanted. But then she spent all day with that gift. And she was like, today, she was very mature. In saying, I got too busy with, with my gift. gift yesterday. And so she did, I mean, I thought it was very mature of her that she was like, I didn't spend time with you guys. Yeah. I was too busy with my gift. Right. I think that was very mature of her to recognize that on a day that's supposed to be about family. She got busy opening her gift and playing, and playing with, her. with her gift. And, and then I think I noticed with our son 
that he's kind of at that age where you don't really give him toys anymore, but he's also still young where he kind of still wants toys, but doesn't, but doesn't because... He doesn't play with them, but he wants something. Right. And <clears throat> so he, we kind of like stuck to like gift cards and we stuck to like things that he could put in his room because he kind of wants, he wants to be a future gamer. So we kind of focused on that giving him the cool chair that lights up and the and the speakers are in the the chair chair but you know like at the end of the day he's only allowed to play like an hour and a half on video games so once he spent his hour and a half he was like oh that's it yeah like yeah you he did all his his gift cards he made sure he uploaded them to uploaded them to his nintendo he, he already sure, bought everything he wanted exactly he got all his skins or his upgraded features or whatever he needed to get but then it was like oh this is it yeah now what now what? he got a little depressed i had yeah. to, i actually had to have him go like hey i need you to go to your room and take a nap and relax and just like center yourself because he got jealous of his sister real quick the fact that she was still engaged in her present and was ignoring her other gifts that he was like well i'll take it yeah and we had to be like that's not your gift that's hers Mm -hmm. (laughs) please you know put her stuff back and he was like but she's not playing with it yeah he struggled with that a little bit of jealousy a little bit of he's at that age where it's like I don't have toys. I'm not getting toys. I don't have anything to play, play with. with. Yeah, after everything's open, I have nothing to do, like play with. Yeah. So even though he's been talking about Christmas for the past week and all the things he's gonna get, and he got pretty much everything he wanted. No, he did. He did. He got everything he wanted. He really. got everything he wanted except for one specific pair of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but everything else he got on his Christmas list, and it was just like he was. After, I don't know, a couple of hours, he was over it. And so, we talked about it this morning. He was he was like, yeah, something was wrong with yesterday. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you're at that, you're at that awkward age where you don't really believe in Santa anymore. You don't really believe in the magic anymore. What makes Christmas special? That's what he has to figure out. Like, for me, the... Actually, the the special time that I had was when it was me, you, and our daughter were sitting and watching the mass that the Pope was doing. Oh, right. Yeah. We watched Midnight Mass uh, so, Christmas Eve. Yeah, that's where I felt the, the specialness. But everything, the rest of the day was just like a day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's, we talked about, you know, like last year for me was really a better Christmas um, it was because we went on a trip together to New Mexico. We went with uh, you know the four of us plus my dad, and we were just spending time together. Yeah, there was no electronics involved. There was no gifts involved. There was no trees involved. There was no Santa involved. It was just the five of us bonding, uh-huh. spending a, time together in a and new city that none of us have been to, exploring, and that was more special than this year. With us just sitting around the house doing nothing. Yeah. Except for waiting for when can we open gifts. Yeah. And so that made it not a very fun Christmas. And so, I don't know, I think that should, that's also our next 
New Year's resolution is to get better at family time. Uh-huh. Get better yeah. at, yeah, we're all in the living room, but, you know, we're not all checked out doing our own thing, you know. I'm not on my phone reading a book. Joe's not on his phone playing a game. You know, our son's not on his Nintendo playing a game, and then our daughter's not, you know, coloring at the table or doing a craft. Like, we all have to be doing the same thing <laughs> and talking to each other and having conversations with each other. Yeah. That's like our next, like, this is our New Year's resolution as a family is let's get better at being a family. Right. And I think that's a common problem, like, that many families probably experience. Yeah. Especially nowadays with all the technology, technology electronics. That, uh, yeah, it's so easy to be separated but in the same area. And thinking that, oh, yeah, we're spending, spending family time, time together, like, but you're totally not even talking to each other. Right. And I will say I became very aware of this last week when we where we went to therapy, family therapy session together, and the therapist kind of inadvertently, or she knew what she was yeah, doing. Yeah, she knew what she was doing. But pointed it out to us in a way that I recognized it and went, oh, I see what you're trying to say. <laughs> I see, yes, because that's one thing Joe and I love being in the same room together, and we've always, that's why we don't want like a big house like yeah, that's our thing is, is our son wants this giant house because we're you know renting so he's like let's rent a big house and I'm like I don't want anything bigger than 1800 square feet because then you do have a reason not to be together yeah there's so much more space to spread out in that you don't spend time together whereas in our small little house that we have which is what 1800 square feet yeah we kind of all gravitate to the living room yeah but we're not always engaged with each other. That's the problem. And we're going to work on that. Yeah. So there's our, our family New Year's resolution. Do you have a personal one? Like I shared mine is to get better mental health stability. Family resolution is spend uh, time together. What's yours? I think because of what I felt during the mass, mm-hmm. I think it is to get closer to my religion again. Mm-hmm. I think I strayed from that a little mm-hmm. bit. So I have to get closer to that, I think. Well, what was interesting is like during the lockdown. Yeah. Like you were super into it. Right. Like you you turned to your faith to get yeah. you through it. Yeah, I was reading the Bible. I think I have to get back to, to that, like reading the Bible again and like finding out like, yeah, just getting back to the faith. Yeah. That's my resolution is doing that again. I support that because that's what I, I would like to do that as a family as well. As well. I've talked about that in yeah. previous podcasts, I think, mentioning that. Somehow inter- learning how to introduce faith to our kids. Yeah. I think even, even if it's like, like we said, like connecting with each other too. It's like maybe spending like a half hour just reading the Bible or something. Mm-hmm. I know I never did that as a kid, but we used to go to church every Sunday. Right. So it was a little, little different. Like now, um, since for some reason I don't, I don't, I I like going to church, but I don't feel like I have a need to go. Mm -hmm. So I think like if we could do it at home, it, it would help. Yeah. Like just connect more. Okay. Yeah. We got to figure out how to do that. Yeah. (laughs) Got to be like a workbook. (laughs) A Catholic workbook that we can find on Amazon. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be awesome.
that, I think we're coming to the conclusion of this discussion about our personal New Year's resolutions um, that I'm not going to call New Year's resolutions. Yeah, I mean, uh, next week we'll pick it up and talk about other stuff about New Year's resolutions. Just some suggestions um, that I found online that might be helpful to others or even things that we can implement into our you know, year that just focus on self-care and different categories and how to organize your home and how to have more fun as family. Um, so tune in next week or yep. next time uh, for our next episode on New Year's resolutions. Yes. Thanks for joining us. Bye.